episode by Ezra Hashem. I've been seeing a lot of different Sadiqim saying the same thing. Um, particularly right before Shabbos, I saw a beautiful piece from Rabbi Nachman Lakuti Maran 191, where he's explaining that two people can be sitting next to each other in a room, and one of them is experiencing intense, infinite pleasures of paradise and bliss while the other one is just sitting there feeling nothing because Rabbi Nachman basically says all the worlds are in a person's heart that we know that it says in the future that Siddiquim will inherit Shai Olamot 310 worlds which is Van Chil Yesh I'll give my loved ones yesh. I'll give them something. And yesh being numerical of 310. And Rebbe Nachman gives an example. He says, it's like the how a king who is ruling over an enormous empire, the whole empire is in his heart. Every little detail of every little different facet of his rulership over so much space and so many different happenings and so like just so much complexity of everything he's ruling over it's all in his heart and he gets pleasure from as all that power that he has the, and the more that he's in charge of and the more that he's overseeing the more pleasure it brings to his heart so Rabbi Nachman says look at this if a human heart which is a little tiny slab of meat can contain all these worlds within it so too now you know how amazing Hashem is and then you look at the Haver in Pizcheshari, the first two base nativos, base nasivos he says the same thing <clears throat> because Rabbi Nachman in that Torah 191, he's quoting the Gemara that is quoting the Mishle chapter 25 um, that the heavens are so high and the earth is so low but the hearts of kings there's no fathoming and in Peshat Rabbi Nachman is explaining that the hearts of kings cannot be fathomed because somehow in the heart of a king is everything he's ruling over somehow summarized into his tiny little fleshly heart, which is an amazing miracle. And the Chaver says each and every Jew is a king because a king is one who has free will and rulership. And each Jew, because of the Torah, be malachim yimlochu, through me kings rule. And the Chaver says explicitly, the king is referring to a Jew that's keeping and learning Torah. He is a king because he has the free will. And he, and he uses his free will like a king. And then the Chavir goes on to explain that literally the tzimtzum, the constriction by which Hashem hides his presence, and then within that hiddenness of his presence, he reveals his presence, is occurring mainly in the heart. That what, when we bring all these things together, we say a, a Jew who's keeping the Torah is like a king that with his free will he's choosing correctly 
over and over. And he's learning what is actually true over and over. And the Khaver has beautiful language where he says that all of the worlds, all the holy spiritual worlds, all the highest heavens are being inculcated into the heart of the king, which is the human being who has free will. Every time he learns what's true and every time he makes a choice that's true, he chooses to do the mitzvah. He is growing the entire universe of holiness into his heart, which is that is what the Gemara is saying. That is what the Gemara is saying. Van Gil Yesh, I give my loved ones an inheritance of Yesh. I give my loved ones an inheritance of 310 worlds. It means that we're going, we're inheriting these worlds upon worlds of good choices that we created. That just like the king got pleasure, endless, amazing, boundless pleasure through surveying and thinking about all of the lands and processes and systems that he rules over, so too every Jew has conquered the territory of all the good things he did. That's his kingdom. Every mitzvah you did ever and every Torah you learned ever it becomes your world forever. It's yours. You ruled over it because you earned it through your free choice. Like a king who conquered territory after territory. You too were conquering territory. Every time you went there or here or over there, this place, that place, that time, that time, and did this mitzvah versus that mitzvah, you, you earned it, you kept it, you, you, you conquered it. It became your world forever. Like a king conquering territory. If, if you captured it. And it becomes part of these worlds upon worlds which are existing in your heart. The ple- which is the pleasure of the experience of look what you did. And in your, that's, that's the thing. is Simply put, all the memories of all the experiences that we ever did... They're still there in our memory. So there's huge geographic areas and huge amounts of information and data stored there in your memory. Somehow in that little brain and in that little heart, vast swaths of information and territory and experiences and know-how and growth experiences, revelations, it's all there in your heart. These are worlds. And the depth is that these aren't just the worlds as they presented in the physical, from the side of the physical surface. But when we go to heaven and we experience our reward, we're going to experience the creator's intention behind all of that vast, complex amount of information, scenarios, situations that we went through and conquered through our free choice. I just wanted to record straight out, like translate what this Rebbe Nachman piece that I mentioned earlier. This is Lakuti Maran Torah, Kuv Tzadi Aleph, Torah 191, Achel Galif. Da, you should know.
that a person could sit right next to his friend in a certain location in the Garden of Eden. This will have all the great pleasures and joys in the 310 worlds that are promised to the tzaddikim. And his friend won't feel anything. Now, first of all, how could his friend be sitting in, quote-unquote, the Garden of Eden and not feel anything? So I think what he's saying right away is the Garden of Eden represents a state. In this context, the Garden of Eden represents a state of feeling closest with Hashem. But two people can be in this, sitting next to each other in the physical world, but one is tremendously connected and one is not. One, whatever this means, is taking pleasure in infinite worlds within his own consciousness, and the other is not. He won't have any pleasure, the other one. The verse says in Proverbs chapter 25, the heavens are hugely high, and the Eretz, the land is hugely deep, but the heart of kings is unfathomable. What does this mean? As the rabbi said in the Gemara Shabbos, you could take all the ink and paper in the world, you couldn't ever describe the broad space of the rulers, the broad space of the minds and hearts of the rulers. What does this mean? You see that the heart of kings despite that the heart itself is a tiny little fleshly organ, is yet greater and larger and more expansive than the highest heavens and the deepest lands. That in their heart they can grab and grasp and contain endless expanses of territory. Yet the heart and the brain are little tiny organs in their physical place. However, they can grab everything. Until one heart, one little human heart of a ruler can grasp endless expanses in different territories and different regions and different governments and different sub-governments. And the ruler of it all, if he was the emperor of the world at the time, could could form in his heart and understand in his heart all of it, even though his heart is a little tiny, little tiny thing. Because the heart of kings is unfathomably large and expansive. says Rabbi Nachman, now you can understand, you can have wisdom in the greatness of the Creator. How he, the Creator, is so amazing that he can make these things, these hearts and these brains, that are so tiny in physical space, yet they can grasp so much. This little slab of meat, this heart, that's so small, this little tiny slab of meat, the brain, yet in its tiny physical space, can grasp the whole universe. Because it's only the godly spark in that brain, in that heart, that makes it able to do that. If this heart, which only, so to speak, contains a tiny aspect of Hashem's power, this, that there's Hashem has endless power, and He puts just a little bit of His power in the heart, 
And with that just tiny bit of godly power, the heart is switched on to be so powerful that it can contain everything. How obviously Hashem is so much greater that even with his little bit of divine power that he used to create the world, it's such a small aspect of his power compared to his infinite ability, how amazing he really is. Hashem. If it's true that even by the kings and rulers of the nations, like today, like the president, like the prime minister, like the senator, like whoever is in charge of different spaces, how much information that they're handling, how much they're thinking about, how much they're controlling, how much they're influencing, and it's all in their tiny little slabs of meat, those hearts and brains. Obviously, Hashem is so infinitely greater. We find that the pleasure of the king in the pleasure he takes in his power is in his heart. Why? Why is the pleasure that he takes in his power in his own heart? Because he knows in his heart that he is in charge of all these vast expanses of territories with, and he's in control of so much detail in it. Since he knows in his heart, and his heart, that tiny little heart, that tiny little slab of meat, yet contains within it all that power and all that ability and all that awareness and all that knowledge of all those details of expanses of territory. And the heart knows that it knows all that. The heart knows that it's in control of all that. So the pleasure that he takes in what he knows and what he's in control over is in his self-awareness by looking into his own heart, by looking into his own heart, knowing that he knows all this, knowing that he's in charge of all this, just by seeing what he can do and seeing into his tiny little heart that contains so much, that's where he takes great pleasure. It's a beautiful image. In fact, I had a dream that my rabbi was giving a shear, and he said that the ra- that he was we were learning this, and that the main reason Hashem created us is because when everything is just in the mind, it's overwhelming. But the reason Hashem created the world was that all of Hashem's wisdom would somehow be squeezed into the tiny human heart. Uh, feel, it says Rabbi Nachman, uh, we did this. Yeah. Now you can understand from within yourself. That the tzaddik is the king. The, the righteous man is the king. Who he also knows that through his mitzvot and through his Torah, he is like a king and he is really influencing the endless expanses of worlds. And he knows within his heart because he's learned. The fact is, is that human beings have tremendous power and influence over endless worlds of spirituality, whether they know it or not whether they know it or not, because the human being as the free will agent in this universe is having tremendous impact and influence on the whole universe because the whole universe is revolving around these human beings and we look like we're tiny. 
in our tiny bodies, yet we're enormous, just as the heart is so tiny. It's a tiny little slab of meat. Yet we said the heart of a king can rule over, you know, different great emperors throughout history have had tremendous influence. Just look at it. It says Rabbi Nachman. You have the Caesar, Yamach Shemo. You had the, the Roman emperor. You had different dictators, different men of power. And in their little slabs of meat, in those little hearts, those little brains, they controlled so much. And all of that power was in their mind, was in their awareness, was in those tiny little slabs of meat. So you see that a person is just like that. A tzaddik who learns Torah and learns the deepest depths of the Torah sees how in his tiny body, he is a king over the whole world because his free will choices create millions and endless angels and is bringing down godly light like a king, like a ruler. And the eye, the physical eye, doesn't usually see it, but he can see it. And he knows, therefore, the influence he's having because he's learned the deepest depths of the Torah. He knows what influence he's having. And so he has pleasure, like a king, in seeing the real power he's having, the real influence that the Creator gives to him, that it says, Sadiq Yisodolam, that the world stands on the Sadiq. And that is the pleasure he takes is in the awareness that even though his friend sitting next to him also has that power and is having that influence, but he is unaware of it. He's unaware of it, so he doesn't have the pleasure. The pleasure is in the awareness of our, of our influence on the universe. One person has, everyone has the influence to greater and lesser degrees in their own way, in their own soul channel. Everyone's having the influence, but the difference in the pleasure in their heart is one sees the influence they're having, like a king, and one doesn't see.